The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Join 2014 Psychic of the Year Jennifer Schaefer as she hosts Your Spirit Hour every second Tuesday of the month right here on Shea Parker's Best of the Best. Jennifer has been tested and validated as a member of Best American Psychics, Best American Healers and Certified Psychic Society. She is certified by International Master Psychic Lisa Williams as an Advanced Psychic at Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is mentored by Hans King and Alfred Ricci for mediumship at Agape International Spiritual Center. Jennifer is the founder of PsychicAngels.net where she gives back to the community by working with law enforcement as a psychic profiler and investigator. Her cases have been profiled on Dr. Phil, and she was a reoccurring guest on The Ricky Lake Show. She can be reached at bestamericanpsychics.com and jennifershafer.com. That's jennifer, S-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. Now, here is our host, Jennifer Schaefer. Hello, everyone. I have a special evening tonight with all of you to share. And this is my last radio show that I get to host on Shea Parker's Best of the Best um, as I host your Spirit Hour. It has been a fantastic year, and I wanted to end it with a bang. And I have, again, I have an incredible guest, her she is, um, I will introduce her in a little bit. I want to have someone who I love as well, Kathy Beal from EmpowermentUnlimited.net. She is somebody I go to for astrology, and she's going to give us a little update right now. Kathy? Interesting that you say the show is going out with a bang because the year is going out with a bang. We Ooh. have several cycles starting to wrap up simultaneously that have been involved with some very serious stuff that people have been dealing with for the past couple of years. And uh, we're feeling the influence of it right now. One of them is the next-to-last push in the giant tectonic plate shifting that we've all been experiencing in wherever we have built our foundation, metaphorically, financially, whatever, that's been going on since 2012. Um, and we're, we're at the point now that we don't have a 16-ton anvil falling out of a window on us, like in a cartoon, <laughs> the way that's been happening. It's not like new stuff is happening and knocking us for a loop. It's We're now at a phase of knowing that we're in the middle of the reconstruction project, and for some people it's being in the middle of rubble, and we're doing something about it. Uh, this By next spring, we'll have things in a state that we're going to stay with and tinker with and work on for a long time. But this uh, this month is really big, and we're in the middle of the tension right now in forcing us into putting the new structures in place. Other people play a huge role in it, and decisions that we made between 
uh, like the 20th of December last year through the end of January, uh, decisions that we made about what's most important in our life come back in a big, big, big way. That's phase, that's thing one. Thing okay. two that's thing two that's happening that is connected with it is that Saturn is changing signs. Saturn is the guy with the the lamp. He's the nun with the ruler. He's the influence <laughs> the influence that wants you to be mature and responsible and pay your bills and eat your vegetables and go to bed at a regular hour. And he punishes shortfall and he rewards hard work. So whenever Saturn changes signs, our attention is shifted to a new area and for the past two years he's been really pushing lessons about joint resources how we share what we put in what we get out ideas about return on investment who gets what uh he'll come back and he'll come back to that again next summer for a final cleanup but this is the last time we have to do this for the next 28 and a half to 30 years as thousands cheer, and he's moving into Sagittarius. <laughs> he's moving into Sagittarius two days before Christmas, so where he'll that, be for is, about two that, years. Okay, so what does that mean for us, though? What that means for you guys, for all of us, is that we will now be experiencing lessons having to do with what we believe to be true about the world. So, what you think is what you get. Uh, we'll be dealing with prejudices, with whether we have thought something through and made our own beliefs or whether we're parroting something that was crammed down our throats. Okay. Uh, so uh, knowing your own mind, knowing what your information sources are, being clear about how you're deducing theories, how you're building them, uh, and, and there's really instant karma with this, all right? It's one of those times where if you say something is true and it's pretty absurd, you're going to get it in your face really <laughs> quickly. It's now, happening quick. That's that true. happens quickly. Now, the when Saturn first changes signs, if you're... If you're challenged to be really responsible and act with commitment to that area of your life. And when he first does that, often... He gets our attention through obstacles, burdens, delays, the ruler coming down on our, on our wrist okay. really hard. But ultimately, there's the ability to master and to get rewards from all this. Now, this is happening right before Christmas, and oddly, uh, the, the winter holidays, Hanukkah and Christmas and anything else that somebody might celebrate, Festivus, Yule, you name it, uh -huh. <laughs> um, will have an air to it of awareness of not so much lack but kind of a spartan feel to it this is the year of fewer gifts more meaningful gifts okay. investing in experiences that have value memories that mean something to you doing engaging in activities not because everybody in your family always does this but because you really want to do this so instead of running around doing 15 things you may do three things and they'll be really meaningful oh well, Kathy you know what is what I love of, you know in particularly what you do is the charts that you give you know each individual and you know pre help us prepare for, not only for the upcoming month months ahead of us but for the upcoming year and I know that you have some really cool things coming up and how what can you explain what the packages are and what how they can get a hold of you 
Oh, my site is empowermentunlimited.net, like safety net. And I'm also on Facebook as Empowerment Unlimited. You can also find me through bestamericanpsychics.com. Um, I currently have uh, very reasonably priced guides for each sign called Getting Started in 2015 that discuss uh, six areas of life that are getting a fresh start as we go into the year and tie this back to something that we experienced in the mid-80s. So this is to help you wow. see how you're zooming forward. They're ten ninety five a piece, and for each additional one that you get in the same order is only five ninety five. So it's that's know, wonderful, Kathy. Get bunches of them. <laughs> that's wonderful. Well, thank you, thank you so much, Kathy, and I look forward to January. <laughs> yeah, up with two two thousand fifteen. Mary, uh, everything to everyone. Happy holidays. Happy All right. holidays. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, sweetheart. And now for my guest, who is well known, she's the top in her top in this field. She's an international psychic medium, an author of uh, three different books, um, an author of several different lesson planning, like huge. I don't even know how to describe it, but they are. You know how you go to school and you get those big three ring binders and you pack it to the hilt, and I'm talking the biggest ones you can. She teaches all over the world, and everyone gets these enormous binders of com- tons of content that's just out. I hope she publishes that as well, but it's absolutely amazing. And she has been on numerous shows. Um, she um, speaks to dead people. Her latest book is I Speak to Dead People, Can You? One of my favorites. And she also has and the best card deck that I love so much, her intuitive oracle cards. And her name is Lisa Williams, and she is my mentor. She is my friend, and I am so excited to have you here. Lisa, <laughs> I could go on and on, but I think I might just short- <laughs> they could just Google you. You are all over the net. But how are you? I'm, I'm, so- I'm good, and what an introduction, and Jen, I miss you. I have to tell you, <laughs> you are one of my closest friends, and I miss you. <laughs> I miss you, too. I'm trying to keep this, like, I, I'm such a little kid when I get to talk to you, and, you know, Freddie, you know, or Freddie, he's like, Jennifer, you got to talk to her like you, you, just, you, you just met her, so the viewers, the, the listeners can actually... Um, understand her because you guys are going to talk all you guys could talk for hours and hours and hours about everything else but she goes that's not fair to us and I'm like okay I will pretend and give her the I know you know I do miss you I I can't believe I cried when you left because you're not gone but I know I know I'm still here shaking things shaking things up in Lilydale um that's right Speaking of which, where are you currently, and what are you up to? Well, currently, oh my gosh, currently I have just done that trip, as you know. I've just done that, driven across country from Los Angeles through to Lilydale for the second time this year, uh, or third time actually, Um, and I am now fully based. In Lilydale, I am now an East Coast girl. Yes, I'm sitting here <laughs> with my furry boots, my my coat that is wrapped. I'm, I'm like you, Jen. My coat is wrapped on my shoulders, <laughs> as yours is in the evening in the yep. summer. 
Um, and I am in Lilydale, which I absolutely adore. And if anyone has never been to Lilydale, it is the mecca of mediums. It is Disneyland for mediumship. It is the, it is where the home of mediumship and spiritualism started. Um, and so I've made it my home. So I'm here finally. You know what? And, um, as the history of Lilydale, I really appreciate the fact that you go over that in your current book. I speak to dead people, yeah. can you? It's, you know, I was fortunate enough to come visit you and to experience it at a time that I really needed to heal myself with what was going on um, with my own life. And you helped me with that. But the, what I really, really enjoyed was just the history and, you know, everybody that's involved in Lily Dow and how spiritual, you know, your book goes into detail not only about mediums that are you know, mediums that kind of paved the way, but you discuss how things got started and the present, you know, mediums that are out there right now. Um, do you, the way that I describe Lily Dell for people that ask me about it, I said, you know what, it's, it is the most, you don't, you have to pinch yourself because you don't know if you're alive or not <laughs> because <laughs> it is, it feels like a dream state. It is crazy there. It is mm-hmm. absolutely crazy there. And speaking of which, I just have to, sh- you know, ask you about the weather, just so that you can miss California just a little bit. Just well, little actually, bit. I'm just going to tell you now, as I as I stand up and look out my window, I have to tell you, I, it's not that bad today. It's actually sunny, <laughs> bright, and it's about 50 degrees, 54 <gasps> degrees. That's so nice. It's not. It's nice. I mean, I just had lunch, and I'm walking around. I was like, wow, I don't even need a coat to get to the car. <laughs> um, you know, don't let me stand out in it. I might freeze, freeze, but it's actually beautiful. However, we are forecast snow tomorrow. Um, so yeah, ask, how about you asking me that question in January? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be on that plane back to LA for a little while. <laughs> uh, you're going to be, you're going to be heading to summertime in Australia. Why don't you give a little yeah. bit of the, explain what you're doing in Australia. Yeah, so as um, I'm actually heading to Australia, and as obviously you know, Jen, I, I run these uh, advanced mediumship courses where I yes. certify mediums, and it's not an easy course. You've been through it. No. Um, you know, the psychic no. course, the mediumship course, it's not easy, but I am actually doing my mediumship course there. I'm also going to New Zealand as well. And um, as you know, I've just released um, my new intuitive uh, soul oracle cards. Um, And so I'm actually hosting a one-day event there as well where I'm actually going to be doing um, psychic development, including, which is going to involve also the oracle cards as well. So I'm really excited about this because this is the first class that I've ever taught with my own oracle cards. So it's like, yeah, I can't wait. I really can't. I've been teaching it with my daughter, with Blakey, as you know, and I've, like, all all of her friends, and because it's so, um, it is such a powerful deck of cards, and it always, it's not threatening, no one gets, no one gets nervous, because it's, you know, it, you know, some people get nervous when people hand tarot cards, when they say to pick Mm -hmm. cards, for for whatever, you know, semantics or baggage that people have that are fearful. This deck of cards, anyone can use. It is, it it truly is such, I mean, Blakey uses it all the time. Her girlfriend, you know, uses it all the time. You know, it's, it's very, and you know, Michelle and all the kids, we do it all the time. It's very funny. I take them everywhere I go. And we're just like, let's ask the cards. 
Let's ask the uh-huh. cards. And when I'm with my clients, I just, you know, as you've taught us, you just, you know, have them cut the deck. And then I just leave it there. And then I show the cards at the end. And it is unprecedented how many times those cards are exactly what we discussed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting because, um, and I don't I even know why it happens. Um, I really I don't. But I just know that spirit <laughs> has a way of working. And I will tell you, even yesterday, um, I pulled out some cards for myself and a friend where, you know, she's going through some stuff that's going on in her life. And, you know, I was asked, and, and it's funny because I, I picked them up, I shuffled the cards, and um, and suddenly, you know, the family card shot out. And I wasn't even thinking about her at the time. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to leave it. And so when we shuffled the cards, I told her to choose three. And she had, um, she basically had the family card that came out first. Um, she had, um, I think it was Dawn, which was New Beginnings, and then Freedom as well. So wow. it's so powerful, wow. these cards. just They speak to you. And I've had many people actually say to me, Lisa, I've got, you know, Dorian Virtues, I've got John Hollands, I've got Colette's, I've got Denise's. You know, I've got all of these big known people in the industry, but these cards just speaking through the soul. And um, when I created them, um, you know, when I created these these cards, um, I, I, I don't know. It was like they spoke to me. And it was about really connecting to the soul um, and really connecting into that space. And, and I think that's what they do. And one of, one of the students actually said to me, uh, she texted me recently, she said, your cards are doing it to me. She said, they read me. And I went, well, that's what they're supposed to do. She said, no, they read me like I don't want to be read. They get into my soul, and I went. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, if if I remember, if I remember correctly, when we were, you know, when you were creating, because I was with you during that process, you really, really dived into it. It wasn't something that you took lightly. It was a very long, extensive process, and you would have the pictures and what they meant to you and how they read your soul, and then your your own guidance took you into what was. What the words and the dialogue, I mean, it, it was truly fascinating to watch because you had the, you know, you had the life size, like the big ones that you would put up and how you would do it. It was fascinating mm-hmm. to watch. It really did get into the ethers of extracting what we needed as a collective. And that's, mm-hmm. I do believe that's why it works so well, you know. Well, and you know, I agree with you, Jen. And, and what happened is I actually created the cards Five years ago, back in Hawaii, um, in fact, it might have even been longer than that, but back in Hawaii, I created the cards, and wow. then I met the the illustrator, uh-huh. and, you know, I had those big, you know, those, those big pictures, and we were working out which one should go with which, um, and how it should all come together, as you, as you saw, and the ironic thing is, um, and I have to just tell, if anyone's ever got the deck and, and um, you know, you can get it anywhere, really. Uh, I think Amazon's got it. You can go to lisawilliamscards.com or something. Right. And there's, there's, a, there's a card in there called Summer. In fact, I'm, I'm yes. trying to pick through and the Summer uh, card. And the Summer card, the image on there, and this is without the artist even knowing, but the Summer card is actually the exact, here it is, the exact, position where I was when I wrote 
the whole deck of cards when I wrote it five years ago. The only difference is that she put like two deck chairs and an umbrella into it. But that whole scene, even the banks, because I was actually sitting behind the bank, that whole bank was exactly how it looked. And there's no way she did that. There's no no way. There's no way. How about that little picture of Blakey, the back of her? <laughs> I know. I know. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And Charlie's in there. Right. And, and-, and you're in there. I laughed when I first pulled cards for you. And I really want, I actually want to give a mini lesson if we could. Because I really yeah, think the cool. listeners, can we give them a mini lesson on the deck of cards, on how to just, you know, what it, how to use them real fast? Okay, well, you can use them in many ways, all right? So if you have a deck, and it's like any deck, you know, it's not just specific to mine, but you can you can shuffle and ask a question, and one will fly out. I can absolutely, one or two, or maybe a couple will fly out, and those are the ones that you need. Or you can just spread them out and ask. Now, the good thing about these cards is if you do a reading, you can ask for daily guidance, which is just a couple of, of cards. But there are several meanings of the cards. Now, they're actually color-coded. And so the purple ones are all about our spirituality. They're all about the journey that we're on and, and what we need, our connection to the afterlife and things like this. It will help you open up spiritually. So if you've got any questions about your spirituality, then that's the purple ones are the ones to look for. And then... There's the orange, which is all about people. And you can go through life. And obviously, as you know, we meet people for seasons and reasons. And so it's about how they're going to influence you, what they are coming in, how they're interwoven. And then it depends really on, obviously, which cards they're by, obviously. So then we have the yellow card, which is all about ourselves. It's all about our influence, our, our, our guidance within ourselves, you know, how we like commitment, like our creativity, things like that. And then the green is all about our emotional, it's our emotional sense, it's how we're influenced by different people. And then you've got blues, because let's face it, you and I both know from doing readings, everyone says to us, when is this going to happen? So I've put blue timing cards. And wow. um, and if you notice, I've actually, I've used the colors of the chakras throughout. Right, so it's yes. Important colors of the chakras um so the timing was blue and i it's all about really when it's going to happen so i've got in there uh spring summer autumn winter now and then i've and, and so and then you know and then i've also got the direction cards which is about decision making right. and obviously make your decisions but there's a yes card there's a no card there's a, yes. a question those come up quite a bit. <laughs> and it's interesting because I, I, I had the original deck of Psy cards, and they always had a yes and no card. And that yes and no card in there was so, in so important because um, I just felt as though it, I don't know, the yes and no card is so important because I kind of always use those yes and no cards. So I wanted to incorporate right. them in deck this time round. And um and so really it's about pulling the cards. So I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull cards right now because I've got them right in front of me. Okay. okay. Are you going to do, are so, you going to read me? <laughs> well, I thought I'd read, do a general one for everybody listening. Perfect. How's, Perfect. How's that? Let's just see what goes. Okay. So, all right. So I'm just going to spread them out. I love doing stuff like this. Oh my gosh. All right. Da, 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 da. 
All right, so something to said four cards. All right, okay, so the first card, which all my students absolutely hate me saying, is the word surrender. Everyone hates me saying it. <laughs> it's like time to release, okay? So everyone listening, this is about you surrendering. It's about turning things around. It's about the endings of eras. Obviously, we're coming into December. We're coming into a brand new year uh, next month. In less than, in less than 30 days, we're only going to be in a brand new year anyway. And it's about really finding that inner knowledge. And it was as we were talking at the beginning of the show with the astrology, there is a massive transformation, a massive shift that's going to happen. And so it's actually releasing what has happened in this year because some people have had hard years. It's about releasing what's happened in this year and actually fully surrendering into what it is now and actually moving forward. And so the next card is about work. And it is about your focus. It's about really what you want to be for a success. It's not about what we earn money to do, as in that sort of work. It could be the work within ourselves. Maybe we have to work and maybe we have to work on our home, our family. It's about putting the time and the energy into that space. Because if we want something to become um, a success, we can't just allow it to be. We have to, we have to nurture it. We have to guide it. We have to allow it to happen. And so by surrendering, we are allowing that, that space of us to grow. Now, the interesting right. next card is gamble. <laughs> I love the way you, that card looks. It's on the cover. Uh, it's a beautiful card. It's about a woman oh, yeah. walking through two doors, um, to an open door, and she doesn't know what's on the other side. And often we don't know what's on the other side when we go into a new year because we don't know what we're going to encounter. We have to take chances. And sometimes right. it is about jumping in your two feet. And so, again, it goes back to that surrender. It's about releasing and letting go and just giving it a gamble, okay? Now, the final card, because I was told to choose four, is the word freedom. And it's about soul freedom. It's about being yourself, releasing the ties from the past and setting yourself free. And it's about finding that inner child. It's about not having a care in the world and actually living for you. And so next year is actually about you taking the plunge, letting go of this year, working hard to be the best person that you possibly can, maybe taking a few risks here and there, but allowing yourself to have the space of freedom that you truly deserve. Oh, I love that. And you know what? I have to say to you, I, at Sunday service, by the way, thank you for allowing me to be there. Christina Colby was amazing, as always. And it was, awesome. such, it was such a treat for me because you know how I get just completely paralyzed going up there? Mm -hmm. But I allowed myself to be a little kid. I'm like, Lisa said she has faith in me. And as nervous as I get, even though people don't know that, I mm -hmm. just said... You know, I have the two words that you say before you go on stage. I say, and then I ask. <laughs> I said well, you can't that. say live on air. I can't say live on air, or else it'll be explicit. But um, I said it. I'm like, what is the worst thing that can happen? And you know what? It was the best. It was the best readings I've ever done on stage. It was so spectacular. My whole day was like that. And it was because I just let it go. And I tried awesome. so hard to control it. And that, that, that card that you said to be a little kid and let, you know, venture out, jump, you know, with two feet. And, but you have to let it go versus fighting to get it. You know, mm -hmm. and it was, it truly was such a gift. I'm like, listen, if, if something goes wrong, I'm never doing this again. This is what I, yeah. I can't believe, like me threatening spirit. They just, I'm sure had a field day with me, but I <laughs> just, <laughs> I just let it go. But it was, again, 
Thank you for that. And it was it truly was amazing. And your deck of cards, like I said, listeners out there, get them. They're great stocking stuffers. You know, shock your you know very religious family. Um, they are. It's not going. It's nothing bad. It's just guidance. It is something that you know. Once you understand it and start playing around with it, it truly, truly, you know, acclimates to you. Acclimates to yeah. your spirit. And you know when you pull the card of gamble. When you know how many times we do readings, and they want to know. You know, is it is this the right relationship? Is this you know? And that card comes up, it's almost a relief. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you know? it is. <laughs> um, when it comes up, no, it brings its own problem, you, know, se- you know, situations, set of situations. But um, it's, uh, it's truly a great deck. And um, I think everybody, like I said, I have to get, I have to get my little girl <laughs> another deck. Um, okay, so with that, Lisa, I would like to move over just a little bit to your childhood and to, cause I, I, you know, I started asking some of my, some of my friends, um, what would they want to know from Lisa? Because, because I know you, I need, mm-hmm. I wanted somebody else to ask some questions. And the, one of the ones that I thought would be interesting, um, they asked, they're like, were you born with this gift? Which, uh, were you born with this gift, or did you have an NDE or a Kundalini awakening? Ah, okay. Yeah. So, this is interesting. I, um, I very much was born with this gift. Yeah. Um, my grandmother had this gift before me, and so it's been something that I have been I've been able to nurture over the years. Um, sadly, my grandmother passed away before I could really explore it with her. Um, she gave me a reading. She said to me that she, I would follow her footsteps, and I was like, "Yeah, right, okay, whatever." I'm not really talking <laughs> to dead people. <laughs> However, here, here I am now. You know, here twenty you years later. Yeah, okay, got it. Um, and so, um, yeah, so so obviously, you know, I, I that's that's how it happened. But I also did have a near death experience, um, and so that near death experience happened about 10 years ago. And what's interesting is it actually heightened my my ability. It actually heightened everything to quite a degree. Um, and I discovered that it was, it was powerful. Um, and that actually, ironically, ironically, was just before I met Merv Griffin. Um, and it, it, I, I would say to you, it was probably a month before I met Merv Griffin. So it absolutely heightened everything. And, you know, I didn't want to come back. I wanted to die. I was in that space. And um, and they were like, no, you've got more to come. And it was in that time and space where I was, you know, wanted to go that they showed me that I was going to be on TV. And I was like, yeah, right. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> and I've done one one little tiny thing on TV and in the UK. And that even that wasn't going to come anywhere. Um, but it was really quite powerful. So in, wow. in a way, I had both. I had both. I didn't have a Kundalini experience. But um, since then, I've, I've done a lot. And so I've had it various different experiences in many ways. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, I remember reading that in, in your book, um, Survivor of the Soul. And you, dis- you, discussed, you discussed how um, that how you met Merv and how you were in the hospital and you went through that whole process. And, um, 
it's it's very fascinating. It's a great book. I always, you know, send my clients that book. Um, but I, ironically enough, I have a lot of you know a lot of clients that come to me that have intuition that want to tap into, it. and I always send them to your website. But now I'm giving them. I speak to dead people. Can you? <laughs> you know. Hey. That book really, for anybody out there, gives you the tools to connect to your own and to trust it. And even somebody like me who's been through the courses, who's been fortunate enough to study under you, um, still goes to this book just for a day, just to, for, to connect. Because not every day is a clear connection. And when, mm-hmm. I, when I find myself struggling a little bit, I will go to your book. And it really has some great you know, great ways, you know, it has an eight week, eight weeks to really get into it and to, to mm-hmm. help you connect. Um, yeah. and another question that there's a, there's a couple, but another question that I have is who, this is actually came from Jill Jackson, a fellow, uh, she's actually Aww. a great medium. And so she's the one that asked about the NDA and she also asked about, um, what were some of Lisa's medium inspirations or mentors when she was first starting out, who were some of your mentors? Was it just your, I know that no one taught you, but was it just your, was it your grandmother or did you, well, you're obviously in Lily Dell, so I'm sure you can, you have a lot more to answer. Well, you know, I, I, I fumbled in the dark. Okay. You've got to remember is that uh, I was in the UK. So spiritual churches are like finding a church over here, you know, uh, spiritual churches are everywhere. And I think I could have gone to a spiritual um, a spiritual church evening, you know, a, a demonstration of mediumship every single night if I wanted to. Um, wow. But I didn't. Um, I really didn't. I've been to one or two. I think the only person that I really looked up to, and, I, and I'll tell you the reason why, is it was my own ego. I looked up to my grandmother. In my mind, my grandmother is probably the best medium that ever was this planet. Um, but I, I looked up to my grandmother only because she was one, one my grandmother, but also my mother, right? And this is, again, my ego. My mother said, no one's as good as my grandmother, as, as my mom. And I went, I'm going to be better. <laughs> my own ego went, I'm going to be better. All right. Now my mom, my mom is probably, the, my mom is probably one of my biggest supporters. And she actually. I love her. I love yeah, my, my mom actually said to me, she said, your grandmother would be so proud of you right now. She said, I'm proud of you and your grandmother would be. But as for a mentor, I didn't have anyone guiding me. So I purely learned by spirit. I looked up to, because the TV shows were on at the time, was John Edward and James Van Prague. Um, Those were the two people that I would watch. And no one was allowed to talk to me at the the time when Crossing Over was on. Um, And I I had to watch it. And John Edwards was probably the person that I watched probably the most. Um, And then, so, so really, to have the experience, to share the stage with both John Edward and then also James Van Prague was like a dream come true. I remember sitting on Oprah's stage and, you know, <laughs> the Oprah was there, but I was sitting next to John Edward and I remember stroking his arm going, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love John too. He actually helped me through oh a case on Ricky Lake and, and every- I was, he's awesome. 
Oh, he's such a sweet guy and very down to earth. And every time, you know, I go to an event of his, you know, we meet up, we chat and, and, and vice versa. But he's such a sweet guy. And I never forget James Van Prague when, when I was on Larry King with him. He, he was down the corridor. He looked and he ran to me and went, Oh my God, it's Lisa Williams. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so it was kind of weird it's kind of weird now to know that i i have you know i'm i'm now in that arena and i'm i'm in that that leveling with them right. um oh, yes. but i've never really had a mentor and i've never you know so it's that sounds really weird but i've never really had a mentor as such right right it does well, you should meet my mentor. She's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Name's Lisa so Williams. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you know what? There's, some, there's actually a pretty funny question now. Not funny, but um, have you ever had any issues with fans stalking you? Oh, yes, I have. Yes, and I have. I've have actually... I have. I've had quite a serious issue right at the very wow. beginning where where I had to have private security for a month. Uh, my life was under danger. Um, oh, my gosh. And, I didn't know this. Yeah, my life was under in danger. Um, you know, they, they, they found where Charlie went to school. They found my best friend in England. They found they got dental records, medical records, school records um, of Charlie and also my friend's son. They had got, um, they found where I lived. I had to, ch- I had a personal number plate, a private number plate saying which you woo because that's what I say. I had to change my car, my license plate, I had to move to a gated community. You know, I had a, a security guard for, I had to have a private investigator Gosh. who would track them. And every email that was sent through, they would then say to me, okay, in three days' time, they're going to do this. Um, and so it became quite serious. Um, and sadly, sadly, she, they took, she took her own life um, four years ago. I think it was oh four, five years, four years ago. Um, after sending, you know, but she'd also uh, previously sent me a 19-page suicide note. And, and that was, you know, many that's years. That's a huge responsibility. That's a huge responsibility. Yeah. I remember. I do you remember now vaguely. Yeah. Mm, you do get them, and you know it was it was a tough time. Um, you know, obviously you have to take these things seriously. Um, I also, you know, and I've I've got random people who, you know, I joke that they're my stalkers because they come to every single show. You know, or they'll come. <laughs> to, you get to know them, and actually, ironically, they become a friend of yours. They they become right. someone you know, um, and they're not stalkers, but we joke, and right. they even they stalkers but um you know it's it's just quite it's just quite interesting how um it's just quite interesting how people become attached and quite honestly Sharon Osborne put it into perspective for me I was sitting with her one day um and she said to me she said Lisa people just want to take pictures of me because I'm Sharon Osborne because I'm a loud-mouthed woman who's married to Ozzy Osborne and we have a tv show called the Osborne all right okay and she said but you they want something from you they want something you can give them that communication that they can't get anywhere else and she said so it must be hard and so she really did put it into perspective for me good old Sharon bless her yes Um, (laughs) And I adore Sharon. Um, and, um, and so it was so interesting how she just put that into perspective. And it, and it really blew my mind the way that she so eloquently put it. Right, 
Right. That is, that is yeah, I have had my stalkers. <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess you do. Um, I recently got a hold of an author who's written, um, it's a wonderful afterlife, his name's Richard Martini, and I Facebook friend him, and he Facebooked me back accepting it, and I took a picture of him accepting it, and I showed a couple of my friends, this was just last week, and I'm like, oh, I'm such a geek, because I loved his book as well. I'm such a geek, and I told him, you know, I wanted to be on my radio show. I'm like, listen, I'm only interested in your work, because he, de- he filmed um, Past Life Regression. Um, ah. He's filmed it, and he put it in a book, and um, It's a Wonderful Life was based on an NDE. And so... Anyway, I told him, but I'm like, I'm not a stalker. That was my whole point to this conversation. I'm like, I'm not a stalker. I'm just a fan of your work. But yes, I can see how that um, happens. Um, there's a, that was from Jill. I do have um, a couple more questions. And then I'd like you to tell us where, you know, um, all the different courses that are coming up that you're teaching. I know that there's some that are coming up back um, in the U.S., I think March or is it July? I can't remember. July, um, some of your mediumship courses, but is that July? Just real fast. Good question. I don't know. I've okay. The- <laughs> okay, that's right. They have to go on the internet. Never mind. Okay. How does this is this actually comes from my girlfriend Raj? Um, how does one? How do you maintain your ability to stay grounded and humble after achieving such great success? Because you really do, Lisa. You are. Um, you're you're very very humble. You're very you you kick the ego out of, ego out of everybody else, but you also walk the walk. How does mm-hmm. how do you how do you stay that way, sweetheart? You know, um, there's a lot to be said for my ex husband um, and Kevin. And although we have divorced, we no longer speak. Um, we both we both when we got on the plane to come over to America we both turned to each other and we said we need we need something that's going to you know um it's going to symbolize our journey and we had a saying that would keep it real and we just said that we keep it real and that's what happened um you keep it real I, I have to remember that I am Lisa I am first and foremost a mother. I am a, a, a daughter. I am a sister. I'm a friend. I'm a medium. I'm a psychic. I'm an author. I'm a teacher. So in many respects, I have to put my priorities first. So ultimately, I'm a mother and, and a, a daughter and a sister and a friend first and foremost. And so, you know, and I do keep it real by, by the fact that I have my own crap going on. You know, I still have to my teeth I still put my underwear the same way on as everybody else does and, you know I still have to wash my own clothes and I still have to tidy my own stuff up and I still have to pick up the dog poop you know let's just be honest it, that stuff keeps you normal that stuff keeps, keeps you grounded. normal yeah right? and so you know, you can't think, even in the massive success, you know, you've got, I remember people running down shopping malls screaming at me, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I, and Merv Griffin said it to me. He said, Lisa, never refuse an autograph, never refuse a photograph, never refuse a hug. He said, because those people keep you where you are. And I have some oh. absolute solid fans um, because of that, for that reason, because I am real. What you see on the TV is what you get in real life. And 
I will shoot the shit with everybody. Sorry, I said it. But I will shoot everybody. I will. I'm down to earth. I don't beat around the bush. And, you know, people will look at me and, you know, the one thing that irritates me the most is where they look at me and they go, oh, my God, it's these Williams. And they start to get their phone out and try and take a picture behind, you know, as if they're not pretending not to take a picture. And I just <laughs> Do you want a photograph? And they go, oh, my God, can we? I'm like, sure, come and ask me. You know, because I, I think that's, you know, then you get the photograph that you really want. Right. And, you know, it's, I'm not unapproachable. And I think really it's, it's because I am so normal and I want people to realize. And, and it is about ego. You know, I, we can't afford to get into our ego because when we're in a spiritual world, I'm just simply the vessel. Oh, there's nothing special about me. I just know how to do it for a message. And I just listen and I I have a gift that I'm not but I'm just a vessel. Right. You know? You've seen Veronica come out in me. Veronica's my alter <laughs> ego that goes, Oh my god, oh my god, what's going on? And I still and stuff and that's when I turn to you and go, Jen, yes or no? And you go, Yes, I'm like, Yes <laughs> but, You know, I come to you because right. we get into that moment, that space of panic. And so I think it's just keeping it real, you know, as much as, you know, Kevin and I had our differences. The one thing he said was keep it real, which he didn't. Uh, that's beside the point. But, <laughs> right. But real. Keep it real. And that's, that's, that's the thing. You've got to keep it real. That's, that is, I'm, I'm so excited that my girlfriends put these questions together because, again, I'm fortunate enough to know you and I'm like, well, I know her. What questions can I ask? Absolutely, of course. This was, this was awesome. Um, the last question that I wanted to ask you um, for now is some variation of this. How do you see mediumship work? Um, how do you see mediumship, the work of mediumship work, um, be of service to clients? Or um, it's You know how it's being such, you know, sensationalized by TV. But mm-hmm. how do you see it in the future of, with the masses? Like, what is your vision evolving? Mm-hmm. evolving? Well, I think this is the reason, one of the reasons why, and this may sound egotistical, this is one of the reasons why I think I'm in Lilydale, because I want to change the face of mediumship. Mediumship is kind of stuck. It's stuck in 1848 with the Fox sisters, those things when it all started. You know, it has... Certainly when we come into, and there's no offense to any spiritual, uh, National Spiritual Union uh, or anything like that, but, you know, everything is very regimented where it has to be done. And if we go and deliver a message at the stump, it has to be done a certain way. Where I think mediumship is free-flowing. I think we have to take it back to the days of the free thinkers, which is the reason why Lilydale was was created, because of Susan B. Anthony and, and the free thinkers that came here. And I think we have to go back into that free-thinking thought. And I really would like to see it go back, where mediumship is is a style which is right for you. You know, if you connect spirit-linked first, you know, know, uh, direct with spirit first, then great. If you you connect with client-centered, then that's your way. And I think it has a little bit more varied. There's ways, you know, we now use various different tools. I mean, divining rods and pendulums, and we use all sorts of different tools of the trade that we can connect to spirit. And so I'd like, I personally would like to see spirit embraced, um, spirituality embraced. And the fact that that, um, we would, um, 
you know, maybe children would be learning meditation at school and that's and exactly like. where I see it going. Is that yeah? I class see it going in school. I think it's going to be yeah. in school. That's my. So that's hope. what I. That's what I would actually like to bring in. You know, more yeah. intuitive work into school. Not maybe not spirit, but more intuition. But I would also like to see the fact that it's embraced and it's used more like you and I do, both in police investigations. Right. Uh, more medical intuition, a lot more. Where I'd like to see it more integrated into the Western society. Where if we go into, you know, the likes of Japan, you know, um, and China, that sort of medicine and, and, and this sort of work is absolutely held in high regard. And I'd like to see it being exactly the same. Yeah. Um, we both that's, that's how I treat my practice. And that's oh, yeah. why that's you were one of the first people out there that said, "Hey, I'm going to teach," and there's mm-hmm. enough work to go around. And you were, I mean, you inspired millions. I mean, you've done so much, and it truly. Um, I I know we have to wrap this up right now, but I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, if it wasn't for you, <clears throat> I can't believe I'm getting choked up. That's a little embarrassing. If it wasn't for you years ago where I didn't see your face on TV, you know, and I didn't, at that one scene at the bar where the, the, the orbs were going by really fast, and that's what I see during the day, you mm-hmm. for, were the, it was the first time where I felt like I wasn't crazy, and my life changed that very moment, and I appreciate all the work that you've done um, as a friend. I appreciate you so much as a friend and as someone that I trust and um, someone that's really changing this world, and I know that your calling is in Lily Dell. I'm sad because you're not here, but we still talk every day. <laughs> we do, we do, yeah. <laughs> but um, I love you, I adore you, and I can't wait to see you sometime soon. Thank you, thank you, sweetie. I, I love and adore you, and you know, thank you for saying that because sometimes it is a lovely ride, it is a lovely journey, um, it's not always the easiest thing to do. Um, but I appreciate everybody that's been supporting me and on my journey um, because as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's important. If you, and you know what? Just very quickly, two Jehovah's Witnesses taught me this lesson. One was started to really moan and rant and rave at me because I was did this work. The other one took over and she said, you know what? At least you have something to believe in because if you don't believe in something, you can't believe in yourself. And she was right. And that's all that matters. Aww. Thank you for being wrapping up this year's radio show with me. And yes, I'll be back next month. But it is such an honor to have you. And um, I'll probably be talking to you sometime soon, like today or tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. I love you. Thanks, Jen. I love you too. Thank you, everyone. All righty. And with that, I'll say good night. Thank you for spending the past hour with psychic medium Jennifer Schaefer, your translator of spirit. Join Jennifer the second Tuesday of every month right here on Shea Parker's Best of the Best as Jennifer brings you your spirit hour. Find Jennifer at jenniferschaefer.com. That's jennifer, S-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. And also at bestamericanpsychics.com, where Jennifer earned the prestigious 2014 Psychic of the Year Award. Jennifer thanks all her listeners and encourages you to 
Remember love.